Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Live from Los Angeles, the Win Without Competing Show with Dr. Arlene Barrow, host and creator of the Right Fit Method, the key to professional and personal success. Now, let's join Dr. Arlene. Thank you, Virgil. I am delighted that you could join me today to celebrate the 70th show of Win Without Competing. I selected the topic, Unique Interview Strategies That Work, to help you succeed in capturing the right fit position. A job interview is a highly complex interaction which requires finely tuned interpersonal skills. For some reason, many underestimate the magnitude of the task. That's why I created a set of interview strategies that you must master to convince the employer to hire you. Before I discuss those strategies with you, let's find out what your interview strategy's IQ is right now. Take a piece of paper and write the numbers 1 through 10 in a column on the left side. Next to each number, write T if the statement is true, S if it is false. If you answer all the questions correctly, your ISIQ will be 200. Let's go. Question one. The employer must interview many candidates and select the best. Question two. At the interview, you should ask about the number of candidates who will be interviewed for the position. Question three, it is the employer's responsibility to take charge of the interview. Question four, the candidate should wait for the employer to voice objections or concerns about qualifications, accomplishments, or experience. Question five, the candidate should ask the employer a limited number of questions to avoid embarrassing the employer with questions they cannot answer. Question six, compensation should not be discussed at the first interview. Question seven, it is the responsibility of the candidate to answer all the questions that the employer asks. Question eight, if the employer's share their company's problems or difficulties, you should discuss your personal problems. Question nine, at an interview, you should spend time discussing what you have done in the past. Question 10, employers interview candidates when they have a clear understanding of the position for which they want to hire. Let's see how well you did. Question one, 
the employer must interview many candidates and select the best. Employers function using the standard of best. They believe that if they compare and contrast candidates, the best candidate will emerge. Is that really true? I believe that if, in fact, you're interviewing people who are all wrong fits and you select one, you've not selected the best. You've selected the wrong fit. I function and created the standard of the right fit. In my world, best does not exist. The question is how to create the standard of the right fit. I'll talk a bit about that later. Question one, false. Question two, at the interview, you should ask about the number of candidates who will be interviewed for the position. Think about it. If you ask about other people, what are you doing? You're distracting the employer from focusing on you. Look at what's going on at the election. They keep pointing fingers at each other. Is that really what they should be doing? Think about it. When you go out on an interview, you want to focus the employer on you and convince the employer that you are the one right fit. Question two, false. Question three, it is the employer's responsibility to take charge of the interview. Think about it. If the employer takes charge of the interview, how will you do what you need to do? The question is, do you know what you need to do? And shortly we'll be talking about that. The answer is false. You must take charge of the interview. Question four. The candidate should wait for the employer to voice objections or concerns about qualifications, accomplishments, or experience. If you wait for the employer to voice these concerns, what does that really mean for you? What that means is that they could be thinking about them throughout the interview and suddenly these questions emerge. If that happens, then that will not have a positive impact on your candidacy. What you want to do is, early on at the interview, eliminate potential objections. That's your job to do. You need to figure out, prior to meeting with the employer, what those objections could be. Perhaps short stints. Perhaps you came from an industry that's of no interest to them. Perhaps they are concerned that you will not want to relocate. Think about what could the employer not like 
about your candidacy. Question four, false. Question five, the candidate should ask the employer a limited number of questions to avoid embarrassing the employer with questions they cannot answer. The candidate must ask questions in order to figure out what the position is all about. You don't want to assume that the employer has flushed out a blueprint of the position. You need to flush that out. Moreover, by asking questions, you will show that you know how to think about a situation and discover what's really going on. This will also help the employer figure out, if they have not already done so, what the right fit candidate should be able to do for them, which is the essence of the right fit. Do not concern yourself with embarrassing the employer. Question five, false. Question six, compensation should not be discussed at the first interview. Think about it. How would you feel if you get to the offer stage and you've been anticipating a certain level of compensation later to find out that the offer is 25% less than what you had anticipated? Why wait till the end of the process? It doesn't make sense. You must early on find out what the package is all about. The first interview is not too early to bring up compensation. The question is how to do that. If you're working with a search firm, that's something that should be discussed with the search firm prior to going out on the interview. Question six is false. Question seven. It is the responsibility of the candidate to answer all the questions that the employer asks. If the employer starts to probe and ask personal questions, such as if you're married, if you have children, things along those lines, you are not required to answer those questions. That's all you need to do is switch to another topic that's relevant to your hire. Question seven is false. Question eight, if employers share their company's problems or difficulties, you should discuss your personal problems. If employers share their problems or difficulties, that's important for you to learn about, to determine whether you can live with them and how will those problems or difficulties affect you. That's an opportunity for you to probe and to ask more questions to figure out if this environment is going to work for you. 
it is not an opportunity for you to discuss your personal problems. Question 8, false. Question 9, at an interview, you should spend a lot of time discussing what you have done in the past. Discussing that which is relevant in terms of accomplishments, achievements, results, the impact of what you've done, only that which is relevant. The next question from the employer will be, what are you going to do for me? That's what you need to focus on so that the employer understands that your past will have a positive impact in terms of what you can do for them. Question nine is false. Question 10, employers interview candidates when they have a clear understanding of the position for which they want to hire. Not necessarily so. Employers interview candidates when they want to hire. The understanding of the position is not related to the interviewing of candidates. The fact that they're interviewing doesn't mean they understand the position. Do not make that erroneous assumption. If it's a new position, quite often they have to figure out what are they really looking for. If they're refilling a position, they have to decide whether they want the same kind of person or they want to make changes. Question 10 is false. Let's see how well you did. To calculate your ISIQ, give yourself 20 points for each correct answer. If your ISIQ is 200, please give me a call at 310. 443-4277 so I can congratulate you. 310-443-4277. Here are five interview strategies that you must master to hear the employer say you're hired. At the interview, you should, question one, Ask questions which will motivate the employer to provide detailed information about the position. Absolutely. You need that information to match to the position. Your goal is to broadcast your brand and show how you fit. I'd like you to use my strategy that I created called Pick, probe, and pitch. You need to pick the area that needs to be investigated. Select the questions that you're going to ask and ask them. There are two different kinds of questions. Convergent thinking questions, divergent thinking questions. From my perspective, divergent thinking questions are the keys to the kingdom. A convergent question is one that has a simple response, such as, 
What time is it? Or what day are we getting together? And at what time? That's a convergent thinking question. That's not the kind of question I would like you to ask. I'd like you to ask, what would you like me to achieve in this position by the end of six months? That's a divergent thinking question. That will motivate the employer to think through exactly what should be accomplished and gives you an opportunity to chime in and to give your suggestions. And that's crucial. Do not be afraid to speak up. Quite often, candidates are afraid to voice their opinion. That's what the employer needs to hear, your opinion, your thoughts, and how they're going to have a positive, significant impact on the bottom line of that particular company. Point two, manage the interview process. I want you to take charge of the interview. Visualize yourself as the interview director. It's almost a Steven Spielberg production. You have to orchestrate what you want to say, what you want to find out, and convince the employer why you should be not just the one right fit, but the flawless fit. The goal is to do that convincing at the first in-person interview and stop the employer from shopping. In other words, you want to convince that employer that they do not talk, need to talk with anyone else after they've interviewed you. Point three, read between the lines. Can you identify the unasked question? One of the major reasons that candidates have difficulty convincing the employer to hire them has to do with the fact that they do not understand what the employer is trying to communicate. It's up to you to figure that out. The question that the employer asks may not be the real question. You have to think about what you've been discussing, figure out what the employer is concerned about, and then identify quickly what's the unasked question. If you're able to do that, you will answer the right question. Again, the asked question is not necessarily the right question that needs to be answered. You need to figure out the unasked question and answer that. Feel free to call me if you want to discuss this. Point four, 
eliminate objections to hiring you early on in the interview. For example, you may have experienced many downsizings. Even though none of them were your fault, the employer may not know that. I don't know what your resume reflects, but you have to be sure to overcome those objections fast, and that you want to do early on in the interview. Point five, pick powerful words that work to convey your message. Here are three that I just love. Visualize, imagine, impact, tell stories to involve the employer using these words. An interview is a conversation. Your goal is to convince the employer to hire you. To do that, you must be skilled at engaging the employer in a conversation which will have a positive outcome. I have observed that some people have difficulty sharing the right information at precisely the right time. You must, prior to the interview, carefully determine what information you must tell the employer. Do not assume that because you said it, they got it. Successfully communicating a message is an art. You want to achieve the right results. Spend time practicing what you want to say and carefully crafting your verbiage. You must, during the interview, read between the lines, think quickly, and respond to confirm why you are the right fit for the position. Story time. I was recently working with a coaching client who gave as a reference her CEO. Her next employer called that CEO and said, she has a strong personality. His response was, mine is stronger. That response sealed the deal on her offer. I'll repeat it again. He said, mine is stronger. That response sealed the deal on her offer. Another coaching client, without sending his resume first, called an employer in pursuit of a position. He convinced that employer, using my right fit method, to meet with him in person. He emailed the resume after the interview was arranged. Interviews can be arranged without sending your resume first. I can teach you how to do this. Today, I have been mentoring you using my right fit method. Here are the seven steps which are explained in my book, Win Without Competing. Step one, your core identity. Know thyself now. Step two, set the standard. Forget the competition. Step three, shape your brand the right fit. Step four, sell your brand package to pitch. Step five, share your brand, manage the process. Step six, the calculated close, finish the deal before it's done. 
Step 7, the total package, the flawless fit. Remember, make no assumptions about anything while using my method. I repeat, remember, make no assumptions about anything or anybody while using my method. Visit winwithoutcompeting.com to learn more about my book and the Right Fit Method. To buy Win Without Competing, which was nominated for a business book award, go to Amazon. To listen to more radio shows, visit drbarrow.com. That's drbarrow.com. I recommend my February 22, 2012 show, Oops, I Have No Brand. I discuss how to brand your brand with my Right Fit Method. Does your resume present your brand? Think about it. Does your resume have a brand? Or is it just a recitation of your experience? And of course, be sure to listen to my March 14th show, Pick Powerful Words That Work. And on April 25th, 2012, Persuade Decision Makers to Hire You. Your Decision Maker's IQ is, be sure to take my DMIQ quiz. To learn more about my company, Barrow Global Search, Inc., visit barrowglobal.com. That's B-A-R-R-O-G-L-O-B-A-L.com. To glance at all the ways you can learn my right fit method, visit Dr. Arlene, D-O-C-T-O-R-A-R-L-E-N-E, right, R-I-G-H-T, fitmethod.com. I coach clients nationwide by phone to discuss your specific career or business needs. Call my office and arrange a time to speak with me, 310 443 Remember this trigger tip. Rigidity is the enemy of creativity. To succeed in your job search, you must be able to learn new strategies. Embrace changing your behavior and start learning more about my Right Fit Method after I say goodbye. Thank you. For listening to the Win Without Competing show. Goodbye for now, Dr. Arlene.